Hello, 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 beautiful and magical soul. Welcome back to the Soulfully Awakened podcast. It is your host, Nicole, and thank you for joining me today. I hope that wherever you are in the world, wherever you are listening, that you just take this moment just to drop in, drop into your center, into your core, connect to yourself, your soul, your higher self. And just really allow yourself just to absorb this moment and the transmission of the energy and just allow it to feed into in whatever way that you are needing today. So thank you for being here. So I wanted just to talk about being in that space of just really feeling free and the concept of freedom. So we're, we're all, we're all consciously aware of the energy of what is playing out currently right now on the earthly plane. I don't think I need to go into detail about the arguments on, on all sides, either side, but what I want to speak on is finding that rooted space of what feels like truth to you and to your soul, what you intuitively want to do. Because I think there is so much information out there, you know, screaming at the masses saying, do this, do that, don't do this, don't do that. If you don't do this, you are, you know, a danger to, you know, this person or that person, or you're wrong or you're right. And that is all just a bunch of fucking noise. It's a distraction. And at the end of the day, what matters most is what is your intuition, your inner voice leading you to, because that is what you need to listen to. Everything else externally outside of you is giving you different perceptions. Okay. And so what you can take and you can do with that is filter it through your own lens. And what you do is you discard everything that you, you don't need, that you don't need to cling to. And you get to choose and decide what you are going to agree upon. For me, I 100% believe in health freedom, body autonomy, free thinking, choice, and sovereignty. Those are my pillars right now. That is what I believe for myself and for my family and for other people. And I will always stand for that. I will always stand up for that because that is what matters most. I don't need people telling me what I should be doing, when I should be doing it, how I should be doing it, why I should be doing it. Because I will tell you, I know myself very, very well. And if you or anybody or any agency comes to me and says, I should be doing this. You have to do this. I'm going to do the complete opposite. I'm going to, because I have this very free spirited, rebellious streak of myself that you keep telling me to do something. You keep telling me how to do it when I need to do it, that I need to do it now. And all of these things, basically, I'm just like, okay, middle fingers up. Nope, I'm not doing it. You do not tell me what to do. I have choice. 
I am a free sovereign being and I get to decide what I want to do. Everything that's going on now is people's opinions, people's perceptions. You see a lot of fear projections coming out. You see a lot of inner child tantrums coming out. And at the end of the day, (laughs) what I see is I see so many people that need to go inward and need to tend to their inner child and do a lot of inner child healing because the way that things are being communicated is like a big old tantrum from an inner child aspect of themselves that is feeling the need for comfort and healing that is really just unleashing itself in a a way. And so, you know, my husband and I have had many deep conversations about, you know, what is going on in the world and, 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 you know, and I don't want to say that I'm like, you know, like living in this bubble with my head in the sand, but at the same time, what I have learned is you can only control what you can control. And that is you, that is your perception, that is your reaction, and that is your own healing. And what I will always stand for is what I just stated is health freedom, body autonomy, free thinking, choice, and sovereignty. And I will always continually preach the, the theme, the energy of being your own healer in your life, being your own advocate in your life. If anything, the past year has completely taught me is you have to stand in your integrity. If you claim that you desire freedom, that you stand for freedom, that you stand for sovereignty, then you must live in integrity with that. And that means also respecting what other people say that they want to do. And for me, I don't offer my points of view or my advice unless I'm asked, because honestly, at the end of the day, not everybody is ready to hear it. And you have no idea how people are going to receive that information. And me, I know I don't like to entangle my energy in nasty, negative confrontations. I am all for conversations, but not confrontations. And for me, being a free spirit and being completely rooted into having choice and freedom, that has always been a constant energy my whole entire life. If I look back on the themes of my life and somebody told me what I had to do, like I would literally, okay, boom, I'm going to go the other way because you told me to do it. I'm not going to agree to it. So I'm going to find a different way to do it. And I've always said, you tell me how to do something, you give me the steps, I will be like, thank you so much. And I will totally deconstruct it and do it my own way. I've been this way my whole entire life. And some people may may say, you know, that is not a great quality. I think it's a great quality because I think that when you give people the permission and you make them feel safe that, hey, it's okay, you don't have to do this thing the same way that everybody else around you is doing it. What feels like truth deep to the core, deep into your bones? What feels like a soul pulling? What feels resonant? And you allow people to make their own choices. They become more deeply ingrained into their intuition, their own choosing ability to their autonomy, to their sovereignty. That is so important. So if anything that we are seeing and witnessing and feeling now in the collective It is a clear 
division. And it is a rippling energy of those standing up and showcasing and sharing the energy and the light of autonomy and sovereignty. And that is what I will continue to do. I will continue to just share the energy of being your own advocate, being your own healer, quit giving your power away, quit blindly outsourcing your power, quit leaking your solar plexus energy and laying it before the feet of others without truly checking into yourself. You are your own healer. You are your own best advocate. And if anything in the times of today, it is showing you that being a free thinker and being a sovereign being is a danger to this, you know, energy <laughs> of, of the collective, of those who don't want you thinking for yourself, those who fear intuitive, sovereign beings, free thinkers, those who dance off the beaten path. And that is something I will always stand up for. I will, I will never stop. And if people have a differing opinion than I do, great. I respect that, but I demand respect back as well. I demand the respect that I render and I garner to other people. We don't have to agree on everything, but just because I disagree or it doesn't feel resonant to me does not mean that I hate you, that I don't like you. It just means that I am following a different path. I'm listening to my soul pull, my soul calling. I'm listening to the internal guidance that I'm getting and I'm trusting that. I'm so tired of people dismissing and telling people that what they're thinking and feeling is wrong. Unless you are in their body and you are connected in that way, you have no right to say that to other people. All you can do is stand in your truth and speak about the things that feel resonant to you and share share your opinion, your perspective, your advice when asked. And if it's not asked and you do share it, then you need to be rooted and grounded for if there is a rebuttal, if there is confrontation. And for me, that energy just is not conducive. I, I just don't like it. We're not going to get anywhere. It's going to be a losing battle on both parts. And so for me, I share when asked, like I said, conversation over confrontation for me, always. And I'm not afraid to share where I'm rooted, what I'm rooted in. But I'm not going to forcefully shove it down people's throats, put it in their faces, because I don't like that myself. For me, if there is an energy that is shoving it in my face, trying to force feed it to me, I simply turn and go the other way because it doesn't feel good. There is an energy, there's a dense energy about it. And I just simply pivot, shift, reroute. 
because that is a choice I can make and that is what I can do. I could choose to play into it. I could choose to quote unquote fight it. I could choose to argue it. But where is that really going to get me? What kind of reality is that going to continue to build and manifest for myself? So I choose to, you know, shift, pivot on my path and focus upon the things that I can do that I can control. And that is what, you know, I'm sharing with you guys today. And that's partially a huge reason why I have taken a huge, huge step back from social media because it's a very convoluted place. I mean, we all know that censorship is at an all-time high, which is just complete fucking bullshit. We should be able to, to share what we're feeling. And the things that are being censored um, are a lot of the things that are in alignment with, with how I feel. And I think that that information is being censored for a very, very big reason. And that is, that's very alarming and scary and shocking. And it should, it should alarm you as well. Because the people that may be thinking along the same way that you think, maybe sharing information that you're like, yes, I want this share. Those are a lot of the people that are getting censored, shut down and banned. And there's a common thread and theme and you have to ask yourself, why? Why is this? What information is not wanting others to read and see and be shared? Why? I'm a big why asker. And I have been, you know, feeling this energy for a long time now. So this does not surprise me that this censorship is here. I have been censored and it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous things too, that you get censored on talking about natural immunity, talking about the energy of um, herbs and food and just all these different things. And one of the biggest things of the questions that has come, you know, to, to me is, you know, like, why, why are we being taught to completely disregard our body, our immunity? Like these things are like now taboo, like you can't talk about it. Cause if you talk about it, you're going to be censored and banned. And I have gotten many warnings. So I rarely talk about it on social media because because of that. And I think that that is just complete bullshit. But if other people, you know, don't agree with that, then that's cool. I'm not here to argue. I'm not here to have banter with you. I'm not here to, you know, help you justify why allopathic medicine is this or that, whatever you think. I have my own beliefs and I have always chosen to put myself and my family in the hands of the most holistic care and to work with those beings that, you know, have the same type of mindset. And I work with a lot of beautiful people that, you know, have come from, you know, like speaking of like health freedom, have come from allopathic westernized medicine that have left and that are now, you know, into naturopathic medicines, acupuncture, functional medicine, all of these things. And to hear their reasoning of why they left is exactly what I have thought 
pretty much my whole entire life. And to hear them speak upon it and to share with me why they're leaving and what their vision and goal is, is beautiful and brilliant because they have come from that very scientific mind and they have kind of circled back around and they've seen the holes, the flaws, and they see the need to merge other things into it. And this is not to put down allopathic and westernized medical care because it has its time and place, but it's been abused for very long. I'm not going to go into a lot of talk um, and topic about that because I think that's a sensitive subject for a lot of people. And I'm not here to discredit it. I am simply sharing my experience with it, my perspective, and the many clients that I have worked with who are doctors, nurses, and in who were in Western allopathic medicine, and they've made the transition. So I have heard the stories firsthand. I have worked with these people. I know these people have been sent to my path for a very specific reason. And it's been a very affirming and eye-opening experience. So this is why I will never stop being an advocate for my health, my family's health, and talking about health, freedom, and body autonomy, and having choice, and being a free thinker, doing your own research, and being a sovereign being. And I'll speak more about um, being an advocate for yourself, because I learned so much through my journey when finding out that I was pregnant, and knowing that I did not want to work with a allopathic OBGYN, and I wanted to go a way more natural physiological birth in working with a midwife. And I will talk more about that, about the sheer advocacy that I had to have for myself and obtaining all of the paperwork just so I could get it to my midwife. So she had all of these papers so she could review because I had two prior C-sections. And if you have a C-section, it, it's like mining for the most majestic jewel in the world to advocate for yourself to say, I want a physiological birth. Because if you've ever had a C-section, they are very much going to push you I'm not going to say all doctors because if you have a doctor that allowed you to have a physiological vaginal birth after having a C-section, then then the doctor that you had, your OB, wonderful. But I'm going to tell you a huge majority are going to not support it. And learning everything that I did about birthing in a hospital, physiological birth, all of these things, I will tell you, as somebody who is a body that carries and gives births to children, it made me fucking livid, made me so angry. And I was telling my husband all about it. And he was like, I really think you need to make a podcast about this because a lot of people need to hear this because a lot of people don't know. And there's so much because when I had my first two, I was young. I was 22 and 24. Now, young, super trusting of the system, thinking 
they have my best interest at heart and, and they, and they probably do. And they, and a lot of their training and from what I've learned, um, you know, extremely, extremely very medical. And a lot of these OBs are heavily trained in surgery because, you know, C-sections is so prevalent here, especially in the U S. Um, and my midwife experience so far has been, oh my gosh, so different. I'm going to tell you the amount of consent that is being given to me in the midwife practice I'm part of. I, I literally wanted to cry because I was so blown away. I'm like, I was never asked this when I had my other two children. I wasn't given the choice for this to say, yes, I want this. No, I don't want this. Literally anything and everything that your doctor will suggest, you do not have to consent to. You can decline. And if they won't, you know, take you or they want to tell you that you're wrong and this and that, guess what? You don't work for your medical care provider. You hired them. So guess what? You can fire them and find somebody else that aligns better to your values, but nobody tells you that. I'll save this all for another podcast because you can tell I'm getting very passionate about it, but mind blowing, eye opening. I will tell you that. So this is, this is what this, you know, podcast is all about is about you being rooted to your free spiritedness and your freedom, your sovereignty, your autonomy. And like I said, I will always stand up for that. I will always advocate for that. I will never stop. I'm so passionate about it in my own life. I am openly discussing it all the time with my kids My husband and I have open discussions all the time, and I have many open discussions about this with people within my family and my friend group who want to know more, who are open-hearted. And I say open-hearted because an open mind is different than an open heart. The energy, the, the absorption and things like that. And I will talk about it with people who come in with that openness and I will never stop advocating for people to realize the sheer power that they possess and that they hold within their own hands, within their vibration of accessing and being their own healer and their life, learning these tools. There's so many tools. There's so many beautiful healing things that we can do that help us, not just on a physical level, but on an emotional level, on a mental level, on a spiritual level. And that's the thing. When you start addressing the body, it starts to unravel and address other things, emotional trauma, mental trauma, mental issues. And it starts to open up your access to your spiritual, soulful self. So you can't have one without the other. And this is why addressing the physical body, the physical needs, this is why I believe in cellular regeneration, doing detoxification practices. This is why I will constantly preach about the quality of food that is available to humanity. And I will speak about the shit that is processed and put on shelves and labeled And, you know, for people to buy and to consume, 
I will speak out against those things because it's fucking disgusting. I cannot believe some of the chemicals and things that are in food that are being marketed and allowed to be sold and consumed into houses. I will constantly, you know, advocate for, you know, healthy food, organic food to be made more affordable and more, you know, more accessible for everybody. It, it, it's so sad to me because I know that organics and organic fruits and vegetables and in, you know, and the quality of things can be hard for people to access due to the prices or maybe where you live, it's extremely limited. But if you want those types of things available where you live. You need to talk to the managers at the grocery store and, and and demand those things in a respectful way, a respectful, compassionate way that these are the things that you're looking for. I want more organic produce and vegetables because once you start researching and learning about the pesticides that are on things, especially the things you eat with skin, you will start to really advocate. I did not grow up this way. It wasn't really a thing like growing up, there wasn't a lot of talk about it. And people who ate organic and ate this way, it was always made to be labeled as, oh my God, they're so crunchy. They're so granola. They're so hippie. It was kind of like people would make it into a joke. And as I got older and I started researching and I got really into holistic health and I got really into holistic healing, I started to do my own research Nobody taught me these things. I became the advocate. I became the free thinker, the searcher, the truth teller for what I wanted in my life, for what I wanted for my children. And that's how this all began. So if if anything, (laughs) if anything, I hope this inspires you and fires you up. And helps you remember, it creates a spark of just aliveness, fire burning in your belly that says, I am enough. I am a free thinker. I am sovereign. And makes you crave the knowledge to advocate for yourself where you just don't blindly take information at face value and think that it's truth because I'm here to tell you not everything you hear and you see that's talked about, marketed on TV, you know, whatever it is, not everything has your best interest at heart. There is always an agenda. There is always something going on that we can't see, but maybe you feel it. Maybe something feels off. That is what I use. That is what I allow to guide me. And I am here to tell you that you are your own healer. You can access it. You can access it. So I hope that this episode made sense. (laughs) I know we kind of jumped around a little bit here and there, but it was just something that landed on my heart sprung me up from my seat. And I was like, I need to podcast about this. I need to get this out there. I need to get this out of my energy field and put into a podcast and whoever listens to it and whoever is here is desiring this, wanting to hear this, needing to hear this, has been called to hear this. And like I said, we don't have to agree upon everything. And just because we have some certain areas of disagreement 
and that don't align does not mean that we have to hate each other, that we have to fight each other. We can be having different, you know, opinions, perspectives, beliefs, values, and still respect each other and still give love to each other. So at the end of the day, I want you to remember that just because we disagree does not mean we have to hate each other, but we can be respectful, kind, and compassionate and still give love to each other. So thank you for being here today. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Just want you to put your hand over your heart if you're in a position to do so. If you're driving, maybe you can, maybe you can't (laughs) be safe and just take a big, deep breath and just send yourself so much love and gratitude for taking this space, taking these 30 minutes just to drop in, be and listen and just to allow the energy to kind of stir awake whatever has been lying dormant, or maybe it's touching upon some things and points that you've been feeling. And I just want to send you so much love and gratitude. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Just know that you are worthy, you are valued, and I love you. So I will talk to you on the next podcast. Until next time.